Hey, I, I was just uh, earlier today. I was having a conversation with this uh, missionary who was trying to figure out what she's going to do with her life, where she's going to go. She's faced with a lot of opportunities and places where she can be, um, and she's kind of um, in the valley of decision on this really important life decision that she has to make. And um, and this conversation went so well. I think that you would really find some. Um, immense value of this. I wish it was recorded, but it wasn't. So I'm going to share with you a little bit of some of the things that we talked about, and hopefully this can give you some insight to help you to understand God's unique calling for your life, His plan and His purpose for each of you, so that you can know with a certainty uh, what God would have you to do um, in these last days. So, um, but first, for those who don't know me, my name is Enoch Leffingwell, and I am passionate at helping young people to identify their calling, their life talents and passions and interests, and I am so excited, and I don't believe it's by chance that you came here to watch this video. Um, I hope that this video is going to help you so much, and it's going to be worth your time, so stay tuned. Um, so... Uh, what we talked about is one thing that was really, really powerful to help understand your purpose and calling and what you're to do is that um, think about, go back in your life and see what were you grateful for um, that you've experienced or what is something that has been so profound. Look back in your, your testimony and see what publication was a turning point. Look for the turning points. See what video, what experience, what event, what, what thing did you do that was so... In, that you experienced that was so influential in your Christian experience. And usually the way that you are brought into the faith is the way that you want to bring others into the faith. So for instance, like me, I was so greatly blessed by the, um, the media ministry and the videos and the sermons of uh, this ministry called Amazing Facts. I'm so grateful. I am who I am today. I'm here doing what I'm doing today because this ministry had a big impact in my life. And when I realized that, I'm like, wow. When God called me to ministry, I was like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, it was an internet ministry that led you to the Lord. So why can't I use an internet ministry through you to lead others to the Lord? So I'm like, whoa, that makes a lot of sense. And um, so that's what I believe. Like I am like, that's what lights me up, what excites me and wants and how I want to share and contribute to others because I know there's so many young people that are thirsting, they're dying, they're looking for direction, they're looking for counsel. I know that I was that way. And so I want to try to give back to that. Um, and for me, like, I, I didn't have a mentor. Um, I, um, like, growing up, I grew up without my father. And, and so I, I kind of, like, hardened myself to other people who wanted to get in. I made it more difficult with them and then they'd give up and it just made me harden even more. And so it was really hard for people to to connect with me and, and gain my trust as a child. And so I didn't have a lot of positive influences in my life kind of giving me direction and guidance and teaching me valuable life skills. So as I learned that, I'm so grateful to have to learn. Like I started opening God's word and I'm finding what God is like, do this, don't do that. And this is how you have peace with all men. This is how you can have peace in mind. Keep your mind stayed on Christ. And this is how you, whatever you find your hand to do, do it with all your might and do it wholeheartedly as unto the Lord, not unto man. And all these different principles that have been so life-changing and I'm so grateful. And I wish there was someone who can teach me this when I was younger. So my way of contributing is I am seeking, I want to be the mentor to other youth 
and share with them what I wish I knew when I was just getting started. Or in other words, I want to be the big brother that I wish I had when I was um, like just starting in ministry or just starting my Christian walk. So that's part of the reason why I record these videos for you every day is because I want to help you and I, I love you and I care about you so much. I don't want you to have to go through what I went through and hopefully you can learn something from some of these experiences. So just know that um, Isaiah, um, Isaiah 46 um, verse, uh, I believe it's 9 and 10, it describes how God declares the end from the beginning. Um, and so we have this principle that if you want to know what your life is to be, how it's going to end, how it's going to be, what your occupation, your calling is, look at the beginning of your faith and see what has been so instrumental in bringing you who you are today. That will give you an indication to know who you are to help others. Like, for instance, I got a friend, uh, Victoria. She, um, she was blessed because on her baptism, someone gave her a book messages to young people and it changed her life forever there she learned principles of prayer of devotion of how to have relationship with god and and how to conduct herself and, and it changed her life and her family was transformed as a result of her getting that book so it meant so much to her that now when there's other young people that's the book she has a burden to get out that is the book she wants all young people to read and it's so amazing I love that book too, but I didn't have that type of experience. So that's not necessarily like my burden to get out. Um, but I do care a lot about it. And so, but that was her experience. That's how she was brought in. So that's how she wants to bring others in. So it makes a big difference. So just take some time to reflect and pray. Uh, Paul said, examine yourself. We need this time to reflect on our life, our past, the way the Lord led us in our past. Because think about it. Revelation 12:11 says they overcame Satan by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony and loved not their lives to the death. You get to know what your testimony is. And and I'm telling you when you find out who was a person that was in your life, what was a book that you read, a sermon that you heard, a Bible verse that transformed your life, helped you make a major life decision that determined who you are today. These are the types of things that helps you to know how to connect with others. It helps you to know what your message is. It helps you to know who you are and who God wants you to continue to be. They give you insight to your future by the past. Ecclesiastes 3.15 says, That which hath been is now, that which is to be hath already been, and God requires that which is past. When you know your past, God helps you to give you insight to help others. Like There's another sister. Her name is Jennifer Jill. Um, she is a Christian counselor. She helps people with mental health challenges and she shares in her experience. Like I went through her course. It was like a bide counselor. It's a really good course. I recommend it. It was nice Christian counseling. People who are discouraged. Um, and, and she was mentioning like, she has a vision. She wants to raise up an army of mental health workers that are rightly trained. And I'm like, yeah, army of you. That's great. Um, but the reason why she's a mental health Christian counselor is because in her younger age, she was going through a lot of tro troubles and challenges mentally, and she didn't have anyone to help her. So she's dedicated her life. She wants to be the counselor she wished she had when she was going 
when she was just getting started. So that should give you a powerful insight to know um, what's how to help others. So number one is see what influence, what powerful turning points has, um, what instrument has God used to make turning points in your life. That will give you an indication. The way that you're brought into the faith is a way likely you are going to want to bring others into the faith. Number one. Number two is see what do you wish you had when you first got started? What is something you're really grateful for? And many times your calling is connected with what you wish you had when you were just getting started. So that's another thing that you should con you should consider. Um, and so th that's going to help you a lot in understanding what God's plan and His purpose is for your life. Another thing that you can do is realize that Proverbs says, without a vision, the people perish. It's so important to have a vision of where you're going, what you're doing. Um, God God gave a vision to um, Abraham. He said, look, you see the stars up there? As many of the stars, so shall your seed be. That is his promise to Abraham. And so Abraham had this vision of what his life was going to be, how through him all nations would be blessed. And, and so that's kind of like what he lived his life by. He was waiting for that promised seed. And um, truly, Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham. Uh, uh, and really, there was, there was a lot of children that came from Abraham. Um, but uh, the Lord blessed. So he kind of like gave him this visualization of what like the future would be for his life. God gives us these glimpses in these dreams. Uh, Joel says that old men will dream dreams and young men shall see visions and the daughters shall prophesy. And so like in the last days, it's important to have a vision, have a dream to to be able to know where you're going, what what is taking place. And what you want to do is you want to make sure like like answer this question. Ecclesiastes, no, uh, Ephesians 3.29 says, uh, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Wow. God is willing to do exceedingly abundantly. If you can think it, God's willing to do more. If you can ask, he's willing to do more. We, we don't try, we don't test God enough. And uh, Psalm says, God owns a cattle on a thousand hills. Haggai says, All the gold and silver is mine, saith the Lord. So we should not limit God. He is abundant in resources. And um, so answer this question. If time and money were not a limitation, if you had all the skills, all the knowledge, all the access to resources time and money and just free um, ability to use these none of them were limiting you there's no limits what would your ideal life be like how would you be like in accordance with god's word like he gives us principles he shows you like there's many different options you can choose from who you could be what you would do but consider like in accordance with the word of god like if you could just design your life what would you do um, for instance like I'll give you an example of what not to do let's say I want to build a casino and I want to be like I want to I want to do that well that violates the laws of God that is not his will you can know for sure that's not God God's not in that 
But if my desire was to like, hey, I want to develop a publishing house. I want to help people through publications, through modern publishing to transform their life in a way that my life was transformed. It was like, well, then yeah, you could see how like God could bless that because it doesn't violate the laws that he has already said in his word. So when you are designing your life, see how like what is God's plan for your life in a sense of he has revealed in his word the different methods and vehicles we can use for spreading the gospel, fulfilling our purpose. Because Isaiah 43, 7 shows that we are created to give glory to God. Our purpose is ministry. We were redeemed for service. Anything short of that is much shorter than God's perfect plan for your life. You were called for a higher calling. Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the thoughts that I have towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. God has plans for your life and they're amazing plans. But the thing is, if, if you don't have a vision of where you're going, if you don't have a dream, if you don't have like a goal, then it's going to be really hard to get there. A lot of people, like people don't just like stumble across on accident, extraordinary things. Um, but they have to do things that other people aren't willing to do. And for you, it's writing this down. Make a list of just what would be the ideal life. If, if like, think about who you would become and know that we press towards the mark of our heart callings. We want to be like Christ, his thoughts, his feelings. What would that look like? How, how, what would you think? What would you be? What would you, how would people describe you? What would that, like, who does God want you to be? And write it down. And it's okay if you're not that right now because you have to set the mark in order to reach that. We will never attain higher than what we ourselves set out to do. We need to have a definite aim. Um, it's like that pressing towards the mark of our high calling. Um, as as uh, Philippians 3 describes, is very important. So think about, like, what would you be doing? Where would you be living? Who would you be w living with? Or what would you be engaged in doing? What mode of evangelism or environment would you be in? And just, like, understand, like, what does God, what's, what would God approve of? Um, and, and check your motives. Because God hasn't called us to a life of ease and, and, um, a life of like all all of these um, just selfish gratifications, but it's a life of service. It's of sacrifice. It's of caring for the wants and necessities of others. Um, we were. This is why we're here on earth. To Isaiah fifty eight, to to feed the hungry, to clothe the naked, to um, just think about like to preach the gospel. This is why we are here, and how. If you can do that in any way that you can, um, then how would you want to do that and write it down? And if you're not used to writing, that's okay. You, you can learn. And anything that you need to learn in order to um, to accomplish God's plan for your life, you're going to have to take new skills. You're going to have to um, do things that you're uncomfortable with that you're not used to. But I, I guarantee you, when you start writing this down and you start seeing like, more of of um, the possibilities and you start to realize that this may be like just if 
Ephesians 3.29 was true, if really God would do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think that's in accordance with His will, if that's true, then what would your ideal look, life look like? And how would you want to live that? And then when you identify that, it helps to give you a lot of context of what would otherwise have been thought of as opportunities. Then you begin to see in light of like God's plan for your life, you could see it's like, whoa, those could be more like distractions, not necessarily opportunities. And others like interests, you might have a lot of interests, a lot of things that you want to do, but you start to realize um, the skills and the habits that you're going to need to develop in order to reach what you want, like what what the Lord has in store for you. And you realize that um, some of the things that you have an interest in are not actually contributing to that. And also you realize that maybe what you're doing now does not really fit God's ideal for you, God's plan for you. And that doesn't mean quit your job now. It doesn't mean stop exactly what you're doing. But you just, you might have to consider what are some other options. Maybe you can start looking. Maybe you need an opportunity to labor for the Lord, work for God. And, and you're, you're just seeking for that direction from the Lord. And um, and so you, you want to, um, when you have this, it helps to clarify your decisions it helps you to clarify your options to know what direction you're going um, the challenge is there's so many people that have a vehicle they got a map and they're going fast but they have no destination and it's like why would you want to go on in life without a purpose without a vision without a direction it's really hard and I encourage all of you friends whatever you're considering whatever options study it. If, if it includes education, go through the Word of God, be intentional with your devotion, study what's relevant, and learn um, what does God say about education? Because His will is revealed in His Word. You don't have to guess just because everybody's telling you to go a certain route. That doesn't mean God is telling you to go there. And honestly, God's people were often on the minority. Matthew seven thirteen says, broad is the way that leads to destruction many are there in that but narrow is the way that leads to life straight is the gate and few there be that find it so the majority is not um usually on the right track so you it causes each of us if we want to fulfill god's glorious plan in our life to study to trace out in the scriptures what does god say about where i should live what does god say about how I should be educated, what I should spend my time doing, um, what I should be learning, who I should be. Study what's relevant. And as you study what's relevant and you're intentional with your devotions, you allow God to speak to you directly, to have a conversation with you. And it changes everything. It's like the Bible becomes so interesting because it's, it's like the voice of God speaking to your soul. And he's answering very specific questions that you have. So, and it starts to clarify, if you're faced with a decision that you need to make soon, that's going to change the course of your life forever, study that decision, open up God's word and say, Lord, teach me. And then study that subject and, and allow God to reveal to you what his 
decision is, what his will is, because the safest and happiest place we could possibly be is in the will of God. And if you're not sure exactly how to study what's relevant and find all those verses that are going to help bring clarity and direction to you, that's okay because we're putting together a, a program called Direction from God that is showing people how to study what's relevant, how to find these answers, how to go to God himself and find clarity as to our calling, our purpose, how to overcome these habits that we're struggling with and um, how to how to develop the character that God would have you to be so that you could be a well-rounded individual and be prepared for every phase of human experience. So we're um, keep that in your prayers. We're, we're making progress. We we just got the uh, one of the first steps um, in the program, and that's uh, these 14 rules of Bible study interpretation. You can go check them out on directionfromgod.com forward slash rules. And um, you'll, you can sign up for the mailing list and get more information on that. But, um, but direction is a really powerful thing. And you don't realize how powerful it is until you find it. So my wish for all of you is that you can find direction from God. So that you can know for a certainty what the Lord's will is for your life. And you have a thus saith the Lord that you're able to live by and be protected by the scriptures and God's revealed will for you. I know it's possible and I know it it brings such a peace and a joy when you not only know what God's will is, but you're actually doing it. Hopefully that this video has helped you to learn some principles and make better decisions. Um, and I, I look forward to being able to do some more videos in the future. But if you have more questions, I encourage you go to um, to keep an eye out for the Direction from God uh, program. We're going to be going in more depth and more detail and uh, more conversational. Hopefully, it'll help to um, help you guys in the real problems that you guys are going through. But until next time, uh, thank you so much for watching. If you like this video, hit like. And if you think someone could benefit from this, hit share. Share this with others. Sharing is caring. And I'm sure that there's someone out there who you know that um, could benefit from this information. So um, thank you very much for your time. And I'm glad you watched this far. I hope you have a great day.